This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome to Dollars and Cents. I'm Elaine Scollin, along with Blair Manton from Sands & Associates. They're experts in helping you get out of debt. This segment is all about understanding how a consumer proposal debt consolidation works and who can use the consumer proposal. Uh, Blair's going to explain how making a proposal can allow you uh, the opportunity to consolidate and cut your debt without borrowing added interest, or professional fees. We're going to understand, get a chance to really understand the process and whether you might qualify to use one to deal with your debt. So Blair, let's start at the beginning. Can you explain what a consumer proposal is and how it's different to consolidating debt with a bank loan or financing? Because there's a big difference. For sure, Elaine, and I'm really happy on today's segment because we talk about proposals a lot, you know, in a nutshell, what it is, and of course, we're going to give you that summary, but really getting down to that next level of detail of, you know, what are the nuts and bolts, who can qualify, what are the timelines, we're going to go through all of that today to really give that next level of detail for someone that could be considering this type of a remedy. And what a consumer proposal is, it's a consolidation option that allows you to put all of your debts together and repay what you're able to afford to repay. So for First off, there's not a dollar of interest that's charged when you file a consumer proposal. It's just a question of how much of that debt that's outstanding can you reasonably afford to pay back if there was no further interest charged and you're not going to be making payments for the rest of your life. A proposal has to be done in a term of up to five years and usually two to four years is most common. So for most people, when they file a consumer proposal, there's immediate relief uh, from all of the interest charges. There's immediate relief for all of the collection activities and there's a significant reduction in the amount of debt that's owed. Often as much as 50 to 80% of the debt um, is written off. It's not collected by your creditors. And once you satisfy that proposal, it's legally considered as paid in full, even though you've just paid back the portion that you can afford. So what happens when you file a consumer proposal is you have to link directly with a licensed insolvency trustee. Um, Only a trustee can help you with a proposal. Nobody else has the standing to do so. Not a lawyer and this isn't something you can do on your own. And then the trustee will help you structure that proposal. And it might be, you know, you've got $25,000 of debt and you can afford to pay back, you know, a third of that or just over $8,000. And you're going to make those payments over a term of up to 60 months. Uh, Once you've decided what that offer looks like, your trustee is going to send it out to your creditors and they've got 45 days to consider that offer. And all we need to accept the proposal is a simple majority by dollar value of the people that you owe money to. So it doesn't matter if there's, you know, 15 different creditors and and 10 of them will say, no way, no, how do we want a proposal? Um, As soon as we get more than half of your debt to say yes to the proposal, it's legally binding on everybody. Nobody can opt out of this proposal, regardless of whether it's the government or a payday loan company or just a bank that doesn't want to negotiate. As soon as we get 50% to say yes, the proposal is legally binding. And that happens in just about every case that we deal with. And it's, you know, quite simply because 
creditors understand that some recovery is better than no recovery. And the alternative, if a creditor rejects a consumer proposal, is the person is not obligated to file for bankruptcy, but that's often their next option because they can't pay the debt back in full. Uh, if you've already re been rejected for a consumer proposal, you know, what else is out there? It could be a personal bankruptcy, but it's about 1% of cases where we don't reach a deal in a consumer proposal, about 99% of cases we do reach a deal. Uh, just one final aspect here is a consumer proposal is not refinancing. There's no new loan, no debt. There's no credit rating qualifier that you need to have. Um, some people come in with a perfect credit rating. They've never missed any payments whatsoever, but they know they're stuck on a minimum payment trap that they'll just never get out of debt doing what they're doing. Um, other people come in, they've been sued for their debts. Collection agents have been hounding them for years. It doesn't matter at what stage you're at. A proposal can be implemented at any point um, to help you get back control over the debt. So before we ask the question about um, how do you qualify for a consumer proposal, if you already know that this is the avenue that you want to take, you want more information, but this is the thing that feels like it might be the best option for you, Sands & Associates number is 1-800-661-3030. Their website is sands-trustee.com. So how would a person qualify for a consumer proposal, Blair? Yeah, that's a great question. And and one point I forgot to mention just as we were talking, yeah. Elaine, is just in terms of costs of a consumer proposal. And this is where sometimes things can seem too good to be true. And, and trust me, I'm just as skeptical as the next person, but all of the costs are included in what you repay in a consumer proposal. So if you decide you can pay back 30 cents on the dollar of your debt, that's all that you pay back. And the government sets a government tariff that says of that 30% that you pay back, some of it comes to the trustee, roughly 20% to your payments, the balance of it, roughly 80% gets paid out on the debt. So there's no extra cost when you do a consumer proposal above and beyond what you can afford to repay. So, so administration costs are just not a barrier to take into consideration. Uh, in terms of how you qualify for a consumer proposal, you know, essentially, if you're not able to pay your debts, uh, if you owe more money than you own in assets, essentially, you probably qualify for a consumer proposal. Uh, I know on the, the nuts and bolts of what you need to know is you have to be filing as a person and not a business, so it is a consumer proposal. There are options for businesses to make a proposal, and quite often it's someone where they might have some business debt, where maybe a business has shut down, they've been left with some liability uh, for GST or personally guaranteed debt. Um, those persons can certainly file a consumer proposal to deal with that. Uh, you can have debts of up to $250,000, and that excludes the mortgage on your principal residence. So that's quite a high limit. There's not too many people I see um, that have upwards of you know $200,000 of debt or, or are approaching that limit. So just about any situation uh, where you've got a significant amount of debt, a proposal can work. And it's also possible to file a joint consumer proposal. So if two people have some debts in common, it could be husband and wife, or it could be just two people um, who, who borrowed some money together, they can can file a joint consumer proposal and that debt limit is up to $500,000. Uh, there's a lot of wide eligibility depending on how severe the problem is. Um, the only other eligibility is you just can't have an open consumer proposal. So sometimes we speak with folks, they're in a consumer proposal now, uh, they've got to finish that before they can consider dealing with some new debts. But it also does explain that when you do a consumer proposal, you know, it has an impact on your credit, but it certainly doesn't make you untouchable. It's still quite often you're able to get uh, additional credit even before the proposal uh, has been completed.
You know, one other requirement on how you qualify for a consumer proposal is you have to deal with a licensed insolvency trustee. So again, no debt repayment agent, no credit counselor, no lawyer can file a consumer proposal for you. And you've got to be careful too, because sometimes if you reach out for advice, and we talk a lot on this show about credit counselors, whether they're not-for-profit or for-profit credit counselors, be very careful if they're giving you advice on whether you should or should not do a consumer proposal, because you have to be aware if a credit a counselor just referred everybody away to do a consumer proposal, they wouldn't be in business very long because they don't make any fees when an individual goes to a trustee to file a consumer proposal. So you definitely want to get the insight directly from a licensed insolvency trustee, uh, which costs you nothing to get that in that information. Are there situations where it's not a good idea to use a consumer proposal to deal with your debt? And, and what might what might that situation be if there is? Yeah, there's certainly um, situations where it just doesn't make sense. And a lot of it comes down to, you know, your ability to make some regular monthly payments. So if you have a very high amount of debt, but you have some limited or very unstable income, making a, a successful proposal could be unlikely. And in some cases, personal bankruptcy is, is a better option. Um, so sometimes folks come in and they've got, you know, 20 years of past income tax debt, the, inc the interest and penalties on that are now into the hundreds of thousands of dollars, even paying back 15 or 20 cents in the dollar of that just might not be affordable, especially if it's someone where their income is sporadic, they might be self-employed and things might, you know, be feast or famine at certain points. Um, so you want to make sure if you sign on to a consumer proposal, it's affordable to you that the portion of the debt that you're going to be reduced down to is still something that you can absorb into your budget. Uh, another situation where a proposal might not be a good fit uh, is if you're over $250,000 of debt. Now, it's not to say you can't do a proposal. There is another type of a proposal uh, listed in the law called the Division One proposal. We can go into that in more detail at some point, a little more technical. Um, but some different rules and different processes apply. So you do have to be under that $250,000 limit. Um, in some cases, if your debts are relatively low, let's say it's you know a couple thousand dollars of debt and you've got really good income each month, you might be able to just budget yourself out of this situation. In those cases, you might work with a not-for-profit credit counselor, try to work with them to get some budgetary coaching or maybe get a little bit of an interest reduction. So a proposal can make sense, you know, if the debts are over, say, four to $5,000, that's when you should consider that as an option. Um, but in some cases where the debts are quite small, a proposal might be more of a si serious, significant legal remedy than what you actually need to do. Uh, what's also important to know is just reaching out to talk to a trustee doesn't mean you're automatically going to be put into a consumer proposal. And there's going to be no impact to your credit rating on just getting some advice. And for a lot of folks that we sit down with, we're going to talk to them about some do-it-yourself options. If it's somewhat high income and low debt, well, let's look at your budget and see where you might be able to save. Um, in some cases, people come in and they've got all these collection notices but when we look at the actual debt well these are 10 year old debts you haven't paid on these are essentially uncollectible you could never be sued for these debts so it depends on whether you can handle the stress of getting some collection calls we'll tell you how to stop those even without a consumer proposal but we're going to help you understand all of your options and show you why a trustee is your best ally if you're facing a debt problem consumer proposal is one tool in the toolbox and it's certainly one that a lot of people see a lot of value in but it's not the only piece of advice you're going to get when you sit down with a trustee. Okay. So let's say I've decided consumer proposal, or it seems that that's the best, the best option to take. What's the kind of the stuff that I need to bring to you? What do, what do you need to see of mine in order to, to get that started? 
Mm-hmm. Like many things in life, the most important thing, 80% is just showing up, you know, just attending <laughs> that meeting, reaching out, you know, asking for help and being willing to have a conversation with us, you know, where that conversation is going to go. You don't need to have any documentation prepared, but it's good to know, hey, we're going to ask you a few things about who you owe money to and around how much you owe to each of them. Pretty logical stuff. We're going to try to understand your budget. So what's your income? How much do you earn in a month? Uh, what's your household size, the general expenses, um, any medical conditions, any things that might be changing. If you know you're going to have to move and rent's going to get more expensive, we want to talk about all of those things. Um, do you own any assets? And a lot of people think if they file a proposal or a bankruptcy, they have to lose all of their assets. Well, in a proposal, you never lose any assets. You actually keep everything that you have. Uh, and then we'll make sure that you know, you're know you filed up to date with your taxes and any government debts are dealt with. So the first meeting, it's a generally it's a positive it's an informational meeting. It's a, just a consultation to help you understand what's out there. And the more information you have about your situation, the better advice we'll be able to give you. I would think it would be a, a great stress reliever for anybody walking in the office and sitting down and having that first meeting. And that's the idea. A lot of people say it feels like a weight's been lifted off their shoulders, just unloading a lot of things they've been carrying for a lot of time. And then just getting that hope, knowing that there are options that are out there and probably better options than you ever thought existed. You owe it to yourself to get debt help and take an hour to talk confidentially with a local BC debt expert. They have offices all over British Columbia. The phone number again is 1-800-661-3030 for Sands & Associates or visit their website, sands-trustee.com. You're listening to Dollars and Cents with Blair Manton from Sands & Associates, helping you get out of debt. This segment is talking about a consumer proposal, which you may or may not have already heard about, and bankruptcy, which seems to be the big word that we've all heard before. Uh, We're going to talk about the difference between them. And while both a consumer proposal and personal bankruptcy are legal debt solutions, they are definitely not the same. And there's some key differences between them. So Blair Manton is going to help us understand and compare the consumer proposal and the personal bankruptcy. So Blair, let's begin at the beginning of this. Can you start by explaining what it means to file a bankruptcy and what a consumer proposal is? Well, certainly, Elaine. And, you know, in general and in in summary, filing a bankruptcy is probably not as bad as you think, uh, but it is a serious legal remedy. Uh, It's available to anybody who finds themselves uh, with more debt than they're able to handle. And it's a federally legislated legal process. It's governed by the Bankruptcy and Insolvency Act in Canada, and it helps you eliminate virtually all of your debts and get a financial fresh start. Uh, what's important to know is that nobody can stop you from getting the, the relief that you need if you need to file for bankruptcy. You can't be prevented from filing for bankruptcy. You don't need to get permission from the creditors or from the courts. Um, you work with a licensed insolvency trustee. And the first step is just to have that free consultation that we talk about so much on the show here. And what's interesting for us as trustees is so many people come into our office or meet us online these days. And they're resigned to their fact. They think that bankruptcy is the only option that's available to them because they know they can't pay the debts off in full. But they're quite surprised to learn there's actually another legal debt solution in Canada, which is what I've called a unique debt settlement option called a consumer proposal. And a consumer proposal has grown in popularity um, to such an extent that now about 85% of the people that see a licensed insolvency trustee, they're not filing a bankruptcy. They're actually filing a consumer proposal. And 
what a consumer proposal allows you to do is to consolidate, so put all of your debts together, and then settle them for less than you owe by making a deal with your creditors. So usually you're offering to pay off a percentage of the debt, you're going to make some monthly payments, and then your creditors agree to forgive the unpaid balance and consider the debts as paid in full, even though you've paid just the portion that you can afford. Uh, consumer proposal, it's a non-borrowing debt consolidation option, where again, you just repay the part of the debt that you're able to afford. It might be 20 cents, 30 cents in the dollar, something like that, with no interest charged, which that's just a huge lifesaver to people because the interest can just run away on certain high cost debts and with no added fees. And what's incredibly powerful too, uh, is that a proposal can reduce the debt um, often by as much as 50 to 80, even 90% sometimes depending on the debt. So it stops the debt from running away from you with all the interest, but it actually reduces it down to what you can really afford to pay. Now, we know by doing this show and talking about this, that a licensed insolvency trustee is the only person or entity in this country that can facilitate either a consumer proposal or a bankruptcy. And it's just really important because we get inundated with all this information from all kinds of sources. And the fact is, it's a licensed insolvency trustee that's the only one that's legally allowed to do this work. Well, absolutely, Elaine. And there's a few similarities between a bankruptcy and a proposal. And that's one of the main similarities. It's the same person that can help you file a bankruptcy is the only person that can actually help you file a consumer proposal as well. So it might seem a bit counterintuitive, but the best person to help you avoid the bankruptcy um, is the licensed insolvency trustee that would actually help you file the bankruptcy. So sometimes people hesitate to reach out because they think the only tool in a trustee's toolbox is a bankruptcy, where again, 85% of the time, it's not. It's, it's actually people choosing to file a proposal. Uh, another similarity between a bankruptcy and a proposal is that virtually all of your debts can be included in either of these legal processes. They can either be fully forgiven if you do a personal bankruptcy filing um, or partially settled but considered paid in full um, if you do a consumer proposal. And both remedies automatically freeze your debt. They stop all the future interest charges and they give you that relief that you need. They halt any ongoing collection action. Um, any wage garnishments. Um, so in addition to some basic debts, like the things you'd always think about, credit cards, loans, lines of credit, and payday loans, uh, consumer proposals or personal bankruptcy are the only options that the government will accept to reduce or negotiate or even have them forgiven uh, any amounts that you owe to the government, including income tax debt, student loans, CERB overpayment, you know, just about any amount of a government debt, it can only be reduced or eliminated um, either with a consumer proposal or a bankruptcy. Uh, what's important to know too, as where I said in a bankruptcy, you don't need the the permission of your creditors to file a bankruptcy. In a proposal, you don't need the permission of your creditors to file a proposal, but like any proposal in life, it can either be accepted or rejected. And the way a proposal gets accepted is all we need to get is 50% by dollar value of the people that you owe money to, to vote to accept that proposal. And if you owe the bank slightly more than you owe the government, it doesn't matter if the government doesn't want to accept this proposal, for example, as soon as we get over 50% of the debts voting yes, 
yes on the proposal, it's automatically accepted and all creditors are bound by the terms of the proposal. So it's a very powerful debt solution. And at Sands & Associates, I'm really proud to say our consumer proposals are almost always accepted by creditors. So it's about 95% of the time on the first offer, we're able to get an accepted proposal. It's up to 99% success rate if we have to do a bit of negotiating or provide a little bit of information to creditors to get them to, to accept the proposal. Now, I also think it's important to, to note, too, that Sands & Associates offers some counseling as part of this package. Yeah, and that's another commonality between the, the two remedies is in both a consumer proposal and a personal bankruptcy. You know, the idea is you're in a tough situation uh, for whatever the reason is. We don't judge when you come to see us. We focus on solutions, but the government requires and we fully endorse the idea that some people just need a little bit of counseling, um, some budgetary tips, some help to rebuild their credit, uh, even just some insight on how the credit rating industry actually works and what you can do to get things back on track. So either in both a consumer consumer proposal and a bankruptcy, you attend at least two private one-on-one -on -one financial counseling sessions that focus on all the things that I've mentioned, you know, the general money management, financial goal setting, uh, and then getting your credit uh, score and, and report, you know, back rehabilitated to a good state when you're finished with these remedies. So those are some of the similarities and sort of the things that are, are the same in both the work that you would do on a consumer proposal or filing a bankruptcy. Uh, and so before we talk about the differences between the two, um, I just want to throw in that if you already know that you need to take some action, that it's time or someone you know needs to take some action and you want to, you want to work further, go, you know, work with them or, or work ahead on this, give Sands and Associates a call. This is their phone number to put, make that first appointment. One 800-661-3030. Okay, Blair, so let's talk about the differences in filing personal bankruptcy and making a consumer proposal. Yeah, certainly. Well, a big difference is how long the process will take, you know, the length of time to complete it until you're debt free. So a consumer proposal, it's tailored to each unique situation. So a proposal could be for as short as one or two months. It might even be a single lump sum payment that perhaps a family member or a friend wants to help you just settle the debts very quickly, or it can be for up to 60 months in duration with the right to pay it off sooner if you're able to at any point. Terms of 24 to 48 months are most common. Um, but again, the duration could be just about any any length from one month up to 60 months, no longer than that. Uh, where personal bankruptcy, the duration of a personal bankruptcy, it's not based on you paying back a certain amount of the debt or based on um, anything like that. It's mainly based on your income. And most people are surprised to hear, they generally think, you know, bankruptcy takes seven years. It takes nowhere near that amount of time. For someone who's never filed for bankruptcy before, if they're considered low income, bankruptcy bankruptcy starts and finishes inside of nine months. So if someone filed bankruptcy January 1st, by September, they could be discharged. It can be that quick. And if somebody is not considered low income, the duration on that is 21 months or a year difference. Now, I sometimes get asked, okay, if I'm in a bankruptcy and I know what my obligations are, can I pay it off sooner to exit that process sooner? And you cannot. So bankruptcy is a different process. The minimum time would be at least nine months for a first time bankruptcy and could be 21 months uh, if someone is not low income and is filing bankruptcy for the first time. Uh, another big difference is on the credit rating impact. So a bankruptcy, uh, if someone's never been bankrupt before, it, 
it registers as an R9 credit rating. Now, R1 is perfect. You've never missed any payments. Things are great. Uh, R9 is at the other end of the spectrum where you filed for bankruptcy or perhaps been sued for debts. And when a bankruptcy is finished, so it could be after those nine months, that R9 rating is going to be there uh, for up to six years. After six years, it drops off as though the bankruptcy didn't happen. Uh, but there is a six-year credit impact after you file a bankruptcy. Uh, where it's a consumer proposal, it's less severe to begin with. So instead of R9, it's R7. So not close to R1, you're still getting a compromise on your debt, not able to pay things back as agreed. Um, but it shows for the shorter of three years after you complete the proposal. So if it was a single lump sum proposal, um, you know, three years after that payment is made, the proposal would drop off the credit report. Um, or the longest it could ever be on there is six years from the day that it's signed. So for a lot of folks, if they choose to do a 60 month proposal, for example, literally a year after they've made that last payment, their proposal is off their credit report at that point. It's no longer having any negative impact. But it's also important to note that you don't need to wait until something drops off your credit to start rebuilding your credit re report and your credit score. Uh, most people, even after a bankruptcy, which is again, more severe than a proposal, if they take the right steps, which is often getting a secured credit card, uh, making sure they don't go over 50% of their credit limits on any credit that they do have, it's as little as two to three years where someone can have a much better credit rating than when they started with the official proceeding. Blair, can we talk about a little bit about how somebody might know? We've got about a minute or so mm -hmm. left in this segment. How someone would know whether a consumer proposal or a bankruptcy is their best option? Can we dial that down and, and what are the nubs that people can take away? Mm -hmm. Yeah, how you would know is you would get some really good advice. You'd sit down with a licensed insolvency trustee who'll always provide you with a free consultation to evaluate the entire situation um, and look at what are all the attributes, what are your objectives, and what's going to fit best. A couple things to consider is if you're able to make some payments on your debts, uh, but you're not able to pay the full amount um, in, in totality, uh, a proposal might be a good option, but it also depends how much is the debt relative to your income. We sometimes have folks come in there's been an ICBC accident where it's just, you know, hundreds of thousands or even a million dollars of debt, doing a consumer proposal to even pay off 10% of that debt just might be insurmountable. Uh, there are certain occupations where being in a bankruptcy proceeding is not allowed. An insurance agent is one of those. Or if you're going to be sponsoring a new immigrant to Canada, you can't do that uh, if you're in a bankruptcy. So there can be some unique circumstances in each situation. But the most clear rule of thumb is obviously first get advice, but then just consider if you didn't have have to pay any interest and you could pay back say 20 or 30 percent of the debt with monthly payments would that fit into your budget if the answer is yes you'd probably be an outstanding candidate for a consumer proposal so the idea folks connect with a friendly debt expert who cares they're all at sands and associates you can book your free confidential consultation at sands and associates and here's the phone number again 1-800-661-3030 you're listening to dollars and cents so this is a question I'm sure, Blair, that you get all the time and that people might ask themselves because it's hard to believe that there, that there isn't a cost, that there isn't a fee. And, and the question is, how much does it cost to work with a licensed insolvency trustee? And I'm sure that's a consideration for folks when they think, oh my gosh, I'm already in debt and now I've got to spend more money on this. But, it's, but you can relax. Uh, we're going to explain. Blair's going to explain how it all works. And it's, it's a really good, I just think it's a marvelous system 
system and process for folks. So if you're considering reaching out to a licensed insolvency trustee, but worried about those costs or added fees, Blair's going to explain how it all works, whether it's for a consumer proposal or for personal bankruptcy. So Blair, right off the top, how do licensed insolvency trustees get paid for their work? Well, I understand when people are reaching out for, for debt help, they're often, you know, a, a little bit jaded, a little bit concerned. Um, you know, oftentimes the first time in their life they've ever faced a situation where they're not able to make all of their payments or they're making their payments but not get, getting ahead. But it's not the best days of their life. So sometimes they're just a little bit worried. Well, what's the fine print and what are the catch? And people are concerned. Are there going to be hidden costs? This just sounds too good to be true. You know, where's the catch? So the fortunate thing is when you're dealing with a licensed insolvency trustee, you're dealing with Canada's only endorsed and regulated debt health professional. And that gives you a lot of peace of mind um, because there's a lot of regulations um, and requirements that a trustee has to satisfy. Everything is transparent and above board. So a couple things, it's really important to know that trustees are not allowed to simply choose their own rates. There are set calculations and rules that all trustees in Canada must strictly follow when administering a personal bankruptcy or a consumer proposal. So every trustee is committed to the same laws when it comes to providing debt solutions, and that includes any of the associated fees. In most bankruptcies and consumer proposals, the trustee fees are based on a tariff set by the federal, federally legislated Bankruptcy and Insolvency Act. So what that means is that trustee fees are calculated and drawn from the funds that have been paid into each individual bankruptcy estate or into each consumer proposal. Now, this is different than working with another type of professional, uh, not to disparage lawyers, but if you're paying somebody by the hour, um, that's called a fee for service. That's not how a trustee offers operates. That means that if you make a phone call to discuss a question you have, you need some ongoing support throughout the process, you're never going to get an invoice from your trustee. And something firmly that we believe at Sands and Associates is it should never cost you a dollar to find out what your options are to deal to deal with your debt. So we offer free confidential debt consultations to individuals and small businesses, and we don't take any payments at all until we've sat down with you, prepared all the official legal documents. That might be a series of meetings, uh, it could be weeks or, or months of, of pre-work there, but you don't pay anything until you've actually got a legal debt remedy in place. And then once you do have that remedy in place, all you pay is what you're required to pay under the law. So we'll talk about that a little bit more, but essentially in under an hour, you get a free consultation with a licensed insolvency trustee. And once you've determined what your goals are, what the best remedy is, um, the trustee is going to be very clear with you what payments have to be made, and there's nothing separate you will ever pay to the trustee for fees. Okay. Now, if you want to read more about how that works, go to the website sands-trustee.com. It's all written down and they've just got pages of really good questions and really thoughtful answers, easy to understand if you're, if you're confused about how that's going to work. Also, their phone number 1-800-661-3030 if you want to sit down and talk to somebody and figure this out for yourself and figure out an option for you. So how much, um, Blair, would I need to pay if I was going to file for personal bankruptcy? How is that different? Well, personal bankruptcy in Canada is pretty straightforward. It's highly private and it's completed in less than a year. So most people have their debt forgiven and they're through a bankruptcy exit. They're debt free in just nine months. So if you meet with a licensed insolvency trustee, you determine bankruptcy is your best course of action and your household income falls into what the government considers a low income range, 
you've never been bankrupt before. And for a single person, the low income range in BC or across Canada, for that matter, is around $25, $2,600 per month of take home pay. What you would pay over the nine month term of bankruptcy is a total of $2,300. So you wouldn't make any payments on your debts at all. Most of the time, people break this payment up either uh, under nine equal payments, or sometimes they pay $500 to start the proceeding and then $200 a month uh, for the next nine months to get to a total of $2,300. In general, that cost of bankruptcy is far less than what the person is already paying on their debt. And that cost covers everything. It costs the government fees to formalize the bankruptcy. It covers the financial counseling sessions, the preparation and filing of your income tax returns, uh, any registry searches that has to be done. And what happens with that $2,300 to give you the fully transparent breakdown is the trustee retains about $100 for administrative costs. There's about $170 for counseling session costs. The trustee's actual fee of that $2,300 is about $1,485 over the nine-month period. Um, so the trustee in total collects just under $1,800. Um, and then from there, there's government filing fees. There's a levy to the superintendent of bankruptcy. There's GST payable. And there's often a small recovery to creditors that gets to a total of $2,300. So the cheapest and quickest legal debt remedy in, in Canada is typically a nine-month bankruptcy. And the associated fees are about $2,300. And that's instead of making any debt payments at all. Okay. So how does a consumer proposal work? Well, a consumer proposal, as we know from anyone that's listened to this show, is a consolidation um, offer you make to your creditors where you repay the part of the debt that you can afford and the creditors agree to forgive the unpaid balance. So quite often people are reducing their debt by 50%, by 80% or more. And because there's no borrowing required, you're not paying any further interest charges. So the debts are frozen, they're chopped down to what you can afford, and you get five years to pay off that reduced balance. So quite Quite often people are, are saying, okay, well, that sounds great. You know, I'm going to pay off 30% of my debt um, over a five-year term, but what about the trustee fees on top of that? And I love having that discussion because I can say, well, the trustee fees are essentially borne by your creditors in that case. Before your creditors receive the 30% repayment that you're offering, the trustee is allowed to retain a portion of those payments for cost of administration. There's no separate payment on a consumer proposal. So for example, if your consumer proposal was $300 per month for 36 months, you'd be paying back $10,800 in total. That might be dealing with thirty dollars or $40,000 of debt. That is all that you will pay. No separate amount is ever charged by the trustee that covers the counseling fees, the filing fees, any associated GST. And then the trustee basically remits any of the balance to your creditors. In general, creditors receive about 80% of your monthly payments in a consumer proposal. The trustee retains roughly 20%. But again, it's nothing separate that you're ever charged. So some of the examples are, are just powerful. So we had an individual quite recently had about $55,000 of debt. They did a consumer proposal for $650 over a 36-month term. Their debts were reduced by 60%. So talk about a new lease on life. Um, and at the end of both a bankruptcy and a proposal, proposal, you receive what's called a statement of receipts and disbursements. And that's transparently sent to the individual making the filing to all the creditors as well. It just shows every dollar that came into the trustee's possession. Where did it go? What got distributed to creditors? What went for fees? What went to the government? Um, but from the consumer's perspective, the consumer proposal has no additional fees, just what you can afford to pay back on the debt. 
Excellent. And again, we've talked about this a number of times in our various segments, but what is the best way to learn more about a consumer proposal or bankruptcy? I mean, this show does a great job. You do a great job of explaining it in detail. Uh, but look, taking a look at the consumer proposal, bankruptcy, and the other options, what's the best way of, of taking that first step, Blair? Well, you want to be cautious about taking advice from anybody who's not a trustee. So whether it's well-meaning friends or even other financial professionals who aren't trustees, it's always in your best interest to come directly to have a consultation with a licensed insolvency trustee. It's a commitment-free, no-cost way to get the facts, get answers to your questions, and help you get back on track with a financial fresh start. So just reach out for that consultation in the space of 30 minutes to an hour. We'll explore all of these options in great detail. So if you're thinking it's time to move forward with your debt-free future with some confidence, book your free debt consultation today and connect with a very supportive, non-judgmental debt expert from Sands & Associates. Visit their website at sands-trustee.com to make that appointment or give them a call. They've got offices all over British Columbia at 1-800-661-3030. You're listening to Dollars and Cents with Blair Manton from Sands & Associates, helping you get out of debt. This segment is all about insights from BC's debt smart with heart experts. And I just love that phrasing, debt smart with a heart. And that's just such a great way to describe Sands and Associates. And I've met a bunch of people who work with Blair Mountain in, in various offices. And, and I've got to say that that's, I feel that that's so true. I've just felt a real authenticness, a level of care and sincerity that these people have in, in giving folks a hand when it comes to debt. So one, you're not alone in facing a debt problem. Uh, the, um, uh, the debt smart with heart team want you to know that overwhelming debt can cause strains far beyond bank account balances. They can impact your mental and physical health relationships. And Blair's going, to, Blair, who leads this team of professionals is going to talk about this debt smart with heart approach. So. Blair, let's pretend that nobody has ever heard of Sands & Associates before. Can you introduce us to Sands & Associates and tell us uh, what you do? Yeah, well, Sands & Associates, it's BC's largest firm of licensed insolvency trustees. I know that's a mouthful, but it's really a team of professional debt help experts that focus exclusively on helping support consumers and small businesses solve their financial problems. We've been around since 1990, and we've helped literally tens of thousands of BC residents get a financial fresh start and move forward with their lives and do it without debt. Um, what a licensed insolvency trustee is, is the, the person you should call when you need a plan to deal with your debt. So we're qualified professionals. We provide free advice on how to deal with debt problems. And we're the only federally regulated professionals who can offer services to help you resolve virtually any type of debt. So LITs have the authority to help both individuals and businesses with legal debt solutions, anything from a consumer proposal to a personal bankruptcy or even just some informal advice. And our team consists of trustees, of very qualified estate managers, as well as qualified insolvency counselors. Uh, many of our staff have been with us for more than 20 years, some of them almost from the beginning of, of the firm in 1990. And we all firmly believe that money problems can happen to anybody at any time. 
time. We're not here to judge. We're here to support and help. So we always say, well, what type of a support would we offer to a close family member? How would we want them to feel if they were going through a tough time? That's the support that we try to provide to each of our clients. We're here to help people shelter from the storm, often meeting people in one of the most difficult parts of their lives and giving them hope, giving them a plan for tomorrow, um, not making them feel worse about their situation because most people are very, very down on themselves when they find themselves in debt. It's all about giving hopeful solutions and a plan for the future. What kind of reassurance do you offer to someone who, who's struggling with a debt problem, Blair? Well, the first thing is that there is a solution. So even if things seem hopeless, uh, most people are completely amazed to learn about the remedies that are out there and how they can apply to their situation. And what really concerns me is sometimes people wait, often years, sometimes as much as two years or more, before they reach out for help and they feel trapped and they, they feel helpless. A lot of the times the reason people wait is because they thought there was no solution or they thought their solution wasn't bad enough to ask for help and they just continue to suffer and sometimes they just didn't know where to reach out so as as much as you know we do this show we try to advertise as, as much as we can there's still a lot of people that just really have no idea that a trustee even exists um, and how a trustee can, can help them uh, one of my colleagues my, my fellow associate Raj Hara um, he expressed I think something pretty well here he said you don't have control of what happened in the past but when he works with clients he says let's try to understand together where you are today so that you can move forward so a trustee is your best ally when you're dealing with your debt and you have the right to ask for a free consultation to get answers and get support. Your situation doesn't have to be completely dire. You don't have to have missed a single payment or you might have missed a year's worth of payment. That really doesn't matter. You have the right to get confidential advice. And I think it's good for people to know that you're not alone. There's a lot of folks that are reaching out to trustees for help. Um, in 2019, prior to the COVID pandemic, out of every 1,000 Canadians, it was just under five of them in a given year would be filing either a consumer proposal or a personal bankruptcy. And the statistics are a little bit delayed, so we'll know this year's rate in a few years from now. But I can tell you that trustees have never been busier. There's a lot of folks that are really dealing with the impacts of COVID, impact of inflation, of, of higher cost of living and interest rates. So if you find yourself suffering, uh, if you don't know what to do, you feel your debt's getting out of control, a trustee is the best person you can reach out to to make that plan for the future. If you already know that you're in this situation and you want some help and want some advice and want to sit down with somebody to discuss your current situation and how to fix it and how to move on and how to resolve your debt problems, 1-800-661-3030 is the phone number for Sands & Associates. And they have offices all over British Columbia. And you can also go through their website, sands-trustee.com. I, I, one of the things that I find very comforting uh, when we talk about these things, Blair, is that you've said before you can do all the right things. And mm -hmm. folks do. I mean, coming from the place that we believe all people are, you know, pretty good for the most part, and they're just trying to do their best here. But they still find themselves overwhelmed by debt and struggling to manage it. And that's often through no, um, through nothing that they have actually done, but they've been, well, a victim of circumstances that they literally mm -hmm. had no control over. 
yeah, most people are doing just fine. And then suddenly there's an external shock to their system. Um, and with a lot of folks, yeah, we should have six to 12 months of emergency fund for expenses stashed away. And maybe that would help in some situations and other situations it wouldn't. But a lot of folks are just living paycheck to paycheck on a real knife's edge. And four of the most common five reasons why people reach out to a trustee are for matters outside of their control. So it's things like their cost of living escalated too high and their income just couldn't keep pace. And I think everyone is feeling that these days in a high inflation environment. Um, they suffered an illness, an injury, or a health-related problem that might have interrupted their income and maybe even removed their ability to earn income, but the debt still needs to be paid. Uh, they might be going through a marital or relationship breakdown, uh, or they might have a job-related or a job loss issue, maybe fewer hours at work, or maybe the job just went away altogether, uh, or they were forced to lock down for weeks or months on end. So a lot of those things, there's nothing an individual could have done uh, to make that not happen, but they do have to deal with the financial impact of that. And one of my colleagues, Darlene, Darlene Mullen, who's a very experienced estate manager, uh, what she said about her job is, you know, renewing hope for people that there is financial relief and a way forward is one of the most important aspects of our, of our job. And I, I believe that as well. And it's hard though, right? To give advice, what kind of advice you would give somebody who's, who's sitting here listening, going, I know I have a problem, but I just, oh, I've never had to ask for help before and, and I don't know what to do. Yeah, you know, one thing to, to keep in mind is that a debt problem will almost never go away on its own. So if you're planning on, okay, I'm just going to ignore the problem, it's just going to get worse. So the best thing is just to ask for help right away. And we often say, if you think you have a debt problem, you're almost certainly right. Uh, what we want you to know at Sands and Associates uh, is in the space of a one hour consultation, most people are very surprised about what they learn and they leave feeling more optimistic than they have in years. I've had people say, you know, I felt like I was walking on air even just after that first meeting because I had hope again. Um, one of our clients uh, really summarized said, you know, now that I know, I'm not so scared about the debt anymore. Knowing is not owing. And that's so powerful, right? Once you understand uh, what the rules of the game are, what the remedies exist, we're able to share all of that with people that reach out to us. And what we want people to know is that Sands and Associates is a safe space for debt help without judgment. We focus on support. We focus on solutions. Whatever the circumstances were that brought you to this point, we need to understand it, but we're not going to dwell there. What we want to do is focus on how do you move forward? How do you get that fresh start? And how do you really start to get your life back and not feel like a slave to the credit card bill every month? And to quote that wonderful client of yours that came up with the saying, debt smart with heart, uh, this is the way to move forward with a plan with Sands & Associates. And you can get started easily with that first free confidential debt consultation. This is the phone number, 1-800-661-3030. course, it's toll-free. Or you can visit the website as well, sands-trustee.com. And uh, lots of information there, as well as you can get your appointment. You've been listening to Dollars and Cents. See you next time. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.